0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Panda and Vyas Discuss Some Issues. So this is episode number 14 and uh, we're back again um, 5 days from the last episode. And uh, we're going to discuss, uh, I'll just give you a brief teaser of what we're going to discuss. So um, there's going to be uh, a topic on digital lending so as we know uh, digital payments have taken off in india and digital lending is another space uh, which is going to take off if uh, if we can settle all the all the problems that there are and uh, also we are going to discuss the 75% reservation that uh, uh, the state government of haryana has brought in the law and other governments are also uh, bringing that in so hey hi prashum mm mm-hmm. Hello, sir. hello, hello. Ask the button button. I have a
1: book
0: called are I I have a book called that. I have a book a I to I <laughs> <laughs> Ye but in, in any da case, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, we're recording this at uh 7 04 pm, uh, India time. Uh, we're going to be short on time because there are many topics, so we'll try to uh rush through them and uh try to cover as much ground as possible. So, uh, uh first topic, Panda, do you want to bring up or should I go yeah, yeah. uh, okay. aur,
1: as a topic, uh, again, uh, since yesterday was the occasion of International Women's Day. So, mm-hmm. since you start is it as a theme, choose to challenge, you know, so go against uh, things here, uh, means dare to challenge the things that you think are impossible. So, uh, starting off on that note, uh, I would like to point out uh, to the women in legislature in India, that will be the first topic, right? So, according to the uh, official numbers of 17th Lok Sabha uh, and Rajya Sabha, of course, so there are a record number of 78 uh, women parliamentarians out of 700. Uh, this is mm-hmm. the highest uh, since the start of uh, 1947, the era of 1947, and uh, this number has risen from only one women in 1951 to uh, uh, 78 in uh, 78 out of seven, approximately 700, that is uh, approximately 10%, right? So uh, now uh, we have to, we'll talk about these steps uh, that we need to increase this number from 10% to say 50% because that is the workforce uh, and the population that women come out to and also the uh, hindrances uh, that they face and the implications of 73rd and 74th Amendment Act. Right. Okay. Right. So I'll just, uh, I'll just uh, hand over to you that. What do you think about this? And then I'll pick up the points.
0: Sure. So uh, I think women in power is is a concept that we have discussed before also, but uh, it, it is uh, generally seen key uh, the states that are led by women. Uh, yeah, women leaders—they tend to perform better in a lot of metrics, not just in terms of economy, but in terms of ease of living and uh, you know uh, all these metrics that there are. So states led by women, there's just something about it. Ki, uh, they tend to perform better than when uh, men lead the state. And uh, India has a rich tradition uh, going back to Indira Gandhi. Uh, and uh, before that, during the freedom struggle, we had Saroji Naidu and Arun Asif Ali. So we have had uh, women leaders, there has been a tradition. And in fact, lower, lower the uh, local government has 33% reservation for uh, women. Uh, ke liye so uh, uh, now i'm i'm not recommending uh, reservation in in the parliament elections because there are bhi problems hain kyunki local governments mein ye hota hai women ke liye seat reserved hai lekin woh apne husbands fight kar rahi hote and even when they get elected most of the work is done by uh, the husband and uh, actually jo women uh, women ko jo empower karne ka scene she execute not So in uh, legislation, mein women are definitely appreciated. Uh, some of the uh, finest speeches in uh, in, in parliament, uh, I mean, uh, shushma Swaraj has been one of the best speakers in, in parliament and uh, everyone uh, looked up to her. And uh, even now, uh, uh, the speeches by Mahua Mitra go viral all the time. So uh, women in legislature is definitely appreciated and 78 is the highest that India has had. Uh, out of the uh, the total uh, seats in Lok Sabha. But uh, th- this number needs to go up definitely. Now, uh, reservation is not the way to go, but we need to look at other ways that we can harvest kar sakte uh, It needs to start at the lower levels. And uh, in fact, political parties need to take uh, a stance on it, that their leadership ke upar bhi, matlab, there should be an index in which there is a percentage of males and females in their leaders in terms of the percentage of their leaders. And what percentage of them in their card-rages are, how do their recruitment. So all of these will, I think, lead to greater uh, inclusion of women into the political process, which is very, very important.
1: Right. So I'll just uh, add substance to your uh, points mm-hmm. with facts. Uh, so starting off this, that 73rd and 74th Amendment Act, 1993-94. Uh, that had mandated 33% uh, of the reservation for women. Uh, as you have rightly mentioned that, you know, reservation is uh, uh, not the way forward, but uh, uh, I, I'll just tell you a story about behind this reservation system. So uh, the uh, in the first assembly, uh, that was in 1951 during the uh, Nehru times, uh, there was this issue that was uh, taken up for the uh, consideration of whether the 33% of seats should be reserved for the women. And at that time, interestingly, the women, uh, the sole uh, women, and along with that, the uh, general public uh, when they asked the women they denied the uh, you know need for reservation they felt that you know uh, if a woman uh, had come through reservation she would only be looked upon uh, you know just acting as an agent for that party or uh, the male leaders now coming to the concept of reservation and how they have uh, you know uh, helped uh, the 73rd and 74th amendment how they have built so the first thing is that uh, uh, you know uh, 33% of all our legislature uh, local legislators basically the uh, gram level so they are women, and as you have rightly uh, mentioned out that the uh, districts and the areas that are led by women uh, tend to perform better. And uh, this is the UN quoted fact about India that the women, uh, the districts where women are the leaders, they have 1.8 percent of better GDP compared to the uh, men. And this is only uh, this is only the economic angle. I'm not talking about the uh, social factors uh, such as you know uh, banning of liquor and uh, various other uh, uh, protests that come along uh, with this. This is one fact. Second thing is uh, that you have mentioned that uh, despite this 33% resolution, they're not able to harness their complete power due to the existence of uh, a very right word. Uh, it's called Panchayatpati or Panchpati. So okay. basically, uh, a woman is elected and uh, her husband is uh, representative. And uh, I think so uh, a beautiful example of that can be seen in the TV series uh, named Panchayat uh, on Amazon. Prime. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So uh, th- that is one uh, that is one aspect. Uh, Having said that, there are several issues that women are not, uh, you know, not coming up and uh, taking part part in uh, these politics. A few of them are. Uh, First is, you know, the criminalization of politics. Uh, They don't actually uh, see uh, these politics as a safe ground. Uh, So uh, since these, uh, the criminal records, especially against, and of of course, against men are very high. And, uh, you know, they have not been uh, either been, uh, you know, charged, or they have not been uh, cleared of their names. So there's this trend of uh, high rising criminalization that uh, deters the women to enter. This is first point, right? Apart from that, the Mm -hmm. second point that uh, deters is that uh, you know uh, uh, the favorable environment is missing. The support of the family, because if a woman has to uh, rise up to uh, such height, uh, the first thing that she needs is uh, not only herself. That that is first thing. Uh, She also needs support from her family, the immediate family, be it her, Mm -hmm. her parents, be it her husband or. Uh, son, because you know, uh, uh, women is uh, someone who works twenty four seven, and her, uh, and this the work is not appreciated, be it household work or any of the work. So uh, this is uh, another factor that that you know in our Indian society is uh, lacking uh, the support from the uh, mm-hmm. family uh, household, right? And also uh, this is also one uh, thing where uh, despite having higher productivity, just a second, just uh, despite having higher productivity mm-hmm. in this uh, local uh, levels. Uh, their productivity is still, you know, not uh, top-notch just due to this fact that uh, they have to uh, work uh, as, you know, a double agent, just uh, one for the family and also for, uh, while at the same time handling. So this is Manish, Yeah, you want to point out something?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I was thinking although India gender issue rather pronounced uh there are less number of females in positions of power. But this is a trend which is seen around the world. And it it's not just in the modern times, but going back even to the ancient times, um, whenever we talk about politics, yeah, whenever we talk about leaders, generals, kings, it's it's always been men uh who, who have uh, who have been doing it. So uh, th- th- now we are seeing some trend key uh, there are uh, ladies in opposition uh, of power, for example Angela Merkel or Jacinda Arden and uh, even Kamala Harris and uh, Sonia Gandhi are some examples and th- th- there are definitely more examples. So uh, this, this, uh, this is uh, coming up in the modern age and it's a trend which is moving forwards, but uh, we are saying that it's not moving forwards fast enough. And, and this is not a feature of just India, but uh, it's, it's seen around the world.
1: Right. So, you know, uh, this is another uh, challenge that I wanted to point out. So uh, this is the patriarchal mindset, you know, exactly. uh, uh, you know, this mindset, the patriarchy is the basic uh, issue uh, means all the issues that are related to women uh, have this thing in common. Like this is one thing uh, that you'll find in every uh, sphere where women are influenced. And uh, uh, this is a natural trend, uh, not considering only you know, male and females, but someone who is in power does not uh, would uh, would not like to share his power with someone else. Now, here the case being that uh, it is uh, presently the legislature or any other society is being dominated by male, and that is what patriarchy sounds. And uh, the people in this uh, society do not want to you know share power with other uh, forms. So this is uh, this is one uh, very rigid uh, restriction. And I think so the best way forward for this point is to teach uh, our children you know uh, what uh, basically what feminism is and. Uh, what is this movement all about and you know uh, not only about equality but equity uh, that that is the uh, very uh, essence second thing is you know uh, there are still prevalence of uh, child marriage uh, in some areas although uh, the number has declined but yeah there are still prevalence of uh, child marriage government has taken uh, certain schemes you know such as that uh, where you know uh, your uh, money is logged in for a certain period uh, if you have invested for a girl child. and uh, depends on the age she is married, and you know the return is offered. So that that is one instant, uh, initiative. Also, uh, there are certain bills, irrespective of the government, that are you know good and uh, have been passed for the government, such as the Satya Abolition, uh, the Dowry Prohibition Act, uh, the Triple Thalak recently. So I think so these are way forward where women, uh, when these bills were debated, the women you know came out and spoke openly about it. So I think so this is the way forward. And uh, as you have rightly mentioned, uh, Sushma Swaraj. I don't know uh, about the Sushma Swaraj of today, but yeah, she she has been a uh, wonderful leader but i know uh, this Sushma swaraj of 2012 when she was the leader of opposition and you know uh, that that <coughs> that, uh, that was a, a time changing uh, you know moment so uh, this is one thing also when, uh, the last thing i would uh, like to point out is you know uh, the commodification of women uh, basically women are treated as commodities you know rather than productive potential tools uh, so this is one uh, thing where the mental mindset of uh, people needs to change and you know uh, not only and uh, uh, not only giving examples of such leaders, but you know the best example uh, that you had all, all, uh, already mentioned, uh, Miss Arden of New Zealand, you know, Prime Minister of New Zealand. So uh, she had the best regard of controlling the Corona crisis, and apart from that, her economy is doing marvelous. So I think so. Uh, these are some uh, way forward, and they have given chances. Uh, as we have seen that you know they have uh, huge potential to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think so. This is that, and also I would like to point out one specific, uh, just uh, a case study. Of uh, Miss uh, Chavi, you know, uh, she is Chavi Rajavat uh, She is okay. uh, in the Tong district. She is a uh, uh, panchayat. Uh, she is the head of panchayat. She is a sarpanch uh, in a village in Tong district of Rajasthan. So she is the first woman, and not only first women, she is the first sarpanch with an MBA degree. You know, and she has been holding mm-hmm. this post for I think so last uh, two uh, you know sessions terms, and uh, the progress of her village is unprecedented. So uh, I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. th- these are some examples. Uh, that are highlighting out, uh, there are multiple examples, you know, uh, we cannot even enumerate uh, the fields that they are mm-hmm. excelling. But the point is, you know, uh, the field that they're getting chances, uh, they're excelling and they're performing outperforming men, you know, and having a population force of 50%, that is equivalent to men, approximately 40, uh, 50%, or say 49%. You cannot accept a country to develop, uh, uh, while you, uh, you know, consider your country to be led only by 50% of workforce, and the 49% sits behind. So I think so, this is uh, one point. In
0: uh, definitely. And there uh two or three more examples. Uh, Mamta Benerji is definitely one. Uh, 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 women in position of power. Sheikh Hasina uh, from Bangladesh, who has been the prime minister for a couple of times now. And Aung San Suu Kyi uh, in, in Myanmar. So uh, women uh, in, in power uh, are definitely appreciated. And, and uh, in general, the track record has been way better than men and in general uh, the leadership ability of women um, uh, sort of uh, is better for creating consent in democratic environments so uh, that is where uh, in in men ego uh, due to ego basically uh, things uh, don't get done uh, but uh, the presence of women just makes uh, things a little bit easier uh, when it comes to the highest level of decision making and uh, with that i think we can uh, close this topic if you have any parting thoughts
1: right. just that
0: okay Great. So, uh, let's move on to the next topic, and uh, I'd like to bring it up. So, uh, the, the, the topic is digital lending. Uh, so, uh, the, the idea is that uh, digital payments can in India already boom. Kar uh, so, uh, the cumulative uh, annual growth rate uh, for digital payments in India is sixty-three percent for volume and forty-two percent for value. So, uh, digital payments in India are absolutely booming, and uh, on the other hand, we're seeing that uh digital lending space नदर, uh, it, it has a lot going for it so uh, for example financial inclusion is is, is, is like uh, digital lending uh, able kar remote villages mein jahan banks ki shakha banks uh, phones through banking. Then, secondly, uh, there is time saving and uh, productivity improvements. है. And then, this uh, reduces uh, borrowing from informal channels. Basically, farmers are uh, vulnerable to exploitation. When they have high interest rates, they can't afford to pay for their own exploitation. So, uh, can solve all of this, but it has some problems. So, the problems are that there is a lot of unauthorized uh, lending platforms, uh, on, on, on Google app store. And, and I guess even Apple app store as well. So, uh, there are like 4,000, uh, of these lending apps, uh, which are, uh, like not registered unauthorized, uh, and, uh, they charge excessively high rates and they also adopt like uh, malpractices, uh, for recovery of loans. And, uh, the, the, the thrust of these apps is coming from China, mostly apps. Chinese origin ki hai, and they hire uh, local people in India here to do the operations. But these apps are coming from China. And uh, so th- this is basically, uh, they're opening up a new way for exploiting people uh, through through this digital uh, medium. And uh, in this case, uh, regulator role important hai. And even more than that, our present uh, financial institutions, they have the digital lending, ke the matlab, fair digital lending tools so that people can unauthorized apps. Because if people are unauthorized apps, use there is a demand for it. And that demand is not able to which is our current financial uh, institutions. So uh, how can we create uh, 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 good methods of extending loans via the digital way? And on the other hand, how can we stop uh, these unauthorized uh, lending apps? So, uh, this is uh, kind of the context of the topic. Uh, We can take up more things, but uh, why don't you come in?
1: Right. So basically, uh, uh, digitalization and uh, digitization uh, is the future. You know, that is uh, what is going to happen. Uh, Data is the new world that has been said, and it all depends on how uh, digital your economy is and how digital your workspace is. That is what it is. Now, with the rise of this digital economy, there is this uh, rising trend that you have said. Uh, Not only this, uh, apart from this, just uh, along with digital lending uh, and there are some digital frauds and those are also linked with these apps that you're uh, rightly mentioning, you know. So these apps are basically, they have a floating interest rate, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, they offer lucratious rates uh, in the initial to the uh, ones that are not aware and they raise their interest rate periodically and then they use, uh, uh, you know, uh, unconsolidated means to extract their money, you know, uh, such as uh, hiring goons and stuff like that. So uh, this is a common trend uh, and since majority of these apps uh, have been tracked to, you know, uh, the developers of these apps have been tracked to China. So this this is uh, another concern, you know, apart from digital lending, uh, they might also be involved in some sort of uh, uh, data hacking and uh, stuff like that. So I think so the major, uh, here the challenge uh, for the, uh, uh, the data regulators or the uh, app manufacturers in India is, you know, first thing is the awareness. Uh, that, that is very important. Uh, lack of awareness uh, is the only reason why such apps are, uh, you know, being taken up because government has launched multiple initiatives such as the uh, PM Mudra Yojana, infinite, you know, uh, even uh, providing uh, collateral free loans to the poor, vulnerable households, even to self help groups up to one crores. So uh, th- that is that. So uh, these type of loans and facilities are being provided by the government of India. The only thing is that, you know, they're not able to reach the targeted audience Uh, out of the fund that is being allocated for such schemes. uh, Majority of those uh, funds have lapsed because, you know, uh, they were not able to reach to that targeted uh, audience. The only reason being is lack of awareness amongst the audience, you know, the audience, uh, the basically the poor people and the, uh, I I would like to say that uh, the people that are not aware of these schemes. Uh, more aptly, so you know uh, they tend to take apps from uh, loan from such apps, and you know uh, that they find it you know easy to get loans from uh, without being aware of the uh, potential benefits that government is you know trying to offer via other means. So I think so government apart from uh, uh, strengthening is uh, strengthening its regime on checking these digital apps, which needs to be done. You know uh, the finance ministry along with the Metis ministry has to enforce uh, implications on these apps. Uh, the RBI and the NABAD, basically the NABARD the Ruler Bank for Agriculture Development. So I think uh, these two have to play a proactive role in not only, uh, you know, providing funds but also spreading awareness uh, about people uh, regarding these apps as well as, you know, uh, funding and also uh, making more, uh, I I would say, uh, banking mitras, you know, appointing persons that can go bank to bank and, you know, uh, spread awareness and, you know, uh, give them instant loans. So I think so that is the need of our to prevent such uh, sort of banking lending and uh, prevent these people from falling into such traps.
0: बिल्कुल तो इस के अंदर मतलब ये एक क्या कहते हैं जो अवेयरनेस की कमी है ये सिर्फ डिजिटल लैंडिंग स्पेस पे नहीं ये हम सारी स्कीम्स में देख रहे कि मतलब हर एक स्कीम के अंदर ये वाला पॉइंट तो लिख ही सकते हैं कि अवेयरनेस की कमी है तो लेकिन आई हैव अ प्रॉब्लम विद दिस क्योंकि right. ये तो मतलब ऐसा हो गया कि ना कि हम लोगों को ब्लेम कर रहे हैं तो the So the problem doesn't actually lie with the people or with their awareness, the problem lies with the distribution. So the method of distribution is that scheme banking scheme, overdraft scheme, and that is on paper. और वो डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन कैसे हो रहा है उस स्कीम का वो बहुत मैटर करता है अगर लोगों को ये रिक्वायर्ड है कि वो किसी वेबसाइट पे जाके फॉर्म भरें या फिर कहीं किसी सिटी में जाके किसी एडमिनिस्ट्रेटर को लेटर लिखें तो ये बहुत ही बैड डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन है now, uh, what uh, could be a good distribution in this case, if the good distribution would be that those who already a bank account, or they have opened the bank account, and they have done KYC, so they don't need to registration again, they of the loan facilities the So, use be as simple as logging in from a mobile phone. So, if the government can execute to that level, that uh, basically, उसका uh, 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 distribution can so improve सके तब कुछ बात होगी मतलब I mean, playing a game awareness is not this is like, uh, we have cleaned our hands, clean. we have made a scheme in it. The budget of the budget is 55,000 crores and the use is 50 crores. But the scheme is on paper. And I bureaucrat can give But its distribution lacking. It's not actually having an effect on the ground. So uh, in, in a lot of these schemes, when we say that awareness is lacking, actually the lacking part is the distribution. I execution of the scheme is not the right thing. It basically is basically like a student has scheme. And I uh, mean, no a, 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 a scheme, so, experience scheme The scheme execution is important. scheme budget, the major portion of the execution. और मतलब तभी क्या कहते हैं ये awareness problem se hum aage
1: right uh, taking forward this awareness uh, I would just like to add one point कि असल uh, the schemes that are formulated in India basically have the top to down approach uh, rather than it should be you know bottom approach bottom up approach so that is needed you know the uh, localized approach uh, localized need should be considered while framing this is this is one point uh, regarding awareness. Yes, uh, that is fine. You know that we can blame all on uh, upon awareness, but government, uh, especially RBI has uh, taken few steps such as the priority sector lending, uh, it had been uh, till now it had been going on uh, with respect to percentage in uh, certain sectors, you know, a fixed amount of percentage in agriculture, say 10%, 8%. But now, agri- uh, now RBI since last year, Uh, Last year, September, it has uh, modified itself and you know, it has uh, taken out the data of the people that are uh, where the lending is less, and it has directed the priority sector lending banks to specifically focus on those areas, you know, to pick up points, uh, pick up people from that area, right? Uh, This is the second thing. And also I would like to uh, point out that uh, as you have mentioned, uh, the single registration for all the services, and this is a beautiful uh, context uh, that is being, that is done in uh, EU but that is guarded by the GDPR, you know. So your data is not collected again and again, Uh, just permission is needed, you know. uh, Your data is stored with the government. Uh, Every time it uses, the permission is needed, but you don't have to register. You know, you're automatically registered if you fall into a vulnerable category. You know, you just have to uh, uh, give your permission. Also people, again, uh, the thing is, you know, uh, when it comes to digital lending uh, awareness is actually lacking you know not with respect to schemes if if you say with respect to schemes also with respect to how to use these digital products and how to use your mobile phones you know how to make them a weapon so that that is one so, thing is that my, is
0: no, So it's my counterpoint is that people, how people use Chinese are can use them if they app not use so, them so, if they use them so that means use Chinese you don't use
1: Hmm. I, I, have, I have points for uh, that, too. you know, uh, that that is one thing. Uh, these apps, and that is where this apps regulation needs to come. These apps, you know, not only target uh, via Play Store, you know, uh, these apps uh, display their ads over uh, and above the services that you use. Basically, they track your data and, you know, uh, everywhere they pop up. So I think so that is one point uh, that also needs to be considered while taking that. Uh, apart from that, uh, you know, uh, the use of USSD has to be done, uh, the uh, hash and star. The unstructured supplementary service data, you know, without using any, uh, you know, advanced digital uh, devices, you can just use hash something 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 to get loans. I so I think so that is the way forward. And
0: useful. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, right.
1: For for that, yeah, that can be done. So along with digital awareness, you know, uh, not only digital awareness, the government, uh, as you have rightly uh, mentioned, uh, needs to move from the uh, top-down approach to a uh, bottom-up approach, uh, and that is the need of our. So that that is so thing
0: or in this kind of, uh, one more point that i would like to reiterate jo a beautiful point you brought up ki uh, ye uh, jo these apps are <laughs> uh, stealing all this valuable data jo uh, india ke vulnerable to ki lending habits hai kya lending patterns hai wo pick up important data private data जो कि क्या data protection के परिभाषा में आता related तो और ज़्यादा important So जाता है तो इसलिए ही जो हमारे institutions हैं जो RBI से sanction commercial banks हैं या financial institutions हैं उनकी तरफ से पहल आनी चाहिए कि unauthorized apps का जो कहर है इस इसको solve करने के लिए कुछ able to reach the vulnerable uh, customers, why can't the big banks do it? So uh, th- th- that is the question that RBI needs to ask. And uh, RBI can make all these regulations that Google should not allow this guy should not allow, but that's like, if you cut one hand, will So uh, no context, that is not the right approach, exactly. Right. That is not the right approach, we need to do something positive. Uh it, it just maybe we're offering a solution and not just putting restrictions on uh, what already exists. So uh, with that, I would like, mm-hmm. definitely. Right. So uh, with that, let's uh, close this one out. And uh, why don't you take the next one?
1: Right. The next topic that I would like to take up is PLI, that is Production Linked Incentive, Boost for Manufacturing you know, and uh, I'll just tell the context. So agriculture in 1947 or say, I'll say uh, 51, that is a better year. So agriculture in 1951 uh, contributed 52% to our uh, GDP growth. Right. And uh, while this percentage has come down to as low as 17% and, you know, uh, official figures move around 15 to 17%, you know, uh, the manufacturing sector, uh, basically during that time had contributed around. 16 uh, 15% and presently it is stuck at 16%. If you add con- uh, construction sector it goes up to 28%. You know uh, that that's it. So uh, the GDP that had come from the uh, agriculture sector has converted into the services sector uh, by bypassing the manufacturing sector where meaningful jobs could have been created. So this pro- production link uh, initiatives uh, is a boost uh, is a type of scheme to boost uh, manufacturing what this scheme is all about i'll just tell you. So what government is doing is that uh, it has launched the scheme for 13 sectors presently, and a few, uh, few major sectors among them are the pharma, because India is the you know uh, the pharmacy of the world. So pharma is one sector, electronics and automobile are, uh, are two other sectors. So these are some sectors where the scheme is been launched. What the scheme is that uh, given the present level of your production, that is 2019, 2020, for the next five years, if you have an incremental uh, increase in your uh, production, so whatever that increase is, uh, you know, uh, that uh, you will be getting a, a, a cashback for the percentage of that increase, say 5%, uh, if you are exporting that increase. So say if you are exporting uh, 100 crores extra o- uh, over and above what you had in 2019, so you will have a 5% cashback. that is, you know, uh, a, a, a sort of duty or you can say GST uh, refund will be initiated uh, of around 5 crores back to your account. So that will not only boost your income, uh, that will also incentivize you to uh, export more. So uh, mm-hmm. that, this is what production-linked incentive is, you know, producing more. So it is morally, mainly focused towards the uh, export sector, and also it is also oriented towards the uh, local use of uh, domestic use, you know. So these are two things. It's not only related to export, but it's about uh, boosting that. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want uh, to say this, many policies, sat, the problem is that uh, they're pressing the accelerator and the brake at the same time and the accelerator break the not going to be able to the pressing of accelerator incentive providing incentive for export, it, this is appreciated. But at the same time, Industrial Disputes Act that is promoting dwarfism among the companies. So uh, now right. the business owner to, grow, if grown, you have to comply with the employee rules, you have to higher tax, you have to employees you have to EPF. और क्या कहते हैं उसको फिर ऊपर और तीन चार रेगुलेशंस इसकी लग so कि उसका और दिमाग खराब हो जाएगा तो वो चाहता ही नहीं है कि उसका बिजनेस बड़ा क्योंकि वो छोटे बिजनेस में ज्यादा फायदा हो रहा तो, ज- तो तब ये करके क्या फायद है? Is of focus और क्या हैं जो वो ऐसी रेगुलेशन है, जो ग्रोथ को appreciated incentive But at the same time, when we have a clear problem, uh, which is well written about, then that should be the target, is my opinion.
1: Yeah, right. So uh, I was like, uh, I was about to point out uh, these points, you know, these, uh, mm-hmm. basically the lacunies that uh, this scheme has. So uh, first thing is, you know, uh, there is a concept of cross subsidizing. Uh, i i'll just explain you it using the railways concept right so in railways your tickets are subsidized right uh, you you pay very less compared to what actual cost this cost is trans uh, you know is put on the uh, sector uh, the railway sector that transports goods you know so the prices of goods go high Uh, while reducing your uh, personal tickets, So that is cross subsidizing. So in this industry, there are, uh, I would say three or four major points uh, that are hindrance to the scheme. Like the scheme is a step forward. That is a good thing. But I would just like to point out some uh, points. First is the MSME dwarfism. 99% of our industries, according to the uh, updated definition of uh, MSMEs, the 250 uh, crore turnover and, you know, that was updated last year. So 99% of our industries fall in the MSME and we had already had a, uh, you know, well discussion on MSME dwarfism and the uh, policies that promote that. So this is one uh, major factor and that, that has been pointed out. The second is, you know, burdens of multiple taxes. Uh, there is no single tax regime. Uh, GST has different slab rates and uh, apart from GST rates, there are some custom duties, uh, some on imports of medical devices, you know, various uh, things. So that that is one, uh, that is second thing. Third thing is the high cost of capital that is presently in India. You know the level of technology we have not already attained that. Uh, Although uh, you know this is a loop uh, since we'll industrialize, we'll create better technology and you know the cost will go down. But this is the present uh, this. And the next one is regulatory uh, overdoses. Uh, Although we had uh, this Industrial Dispute Act that you have mentioned, and apart from that we had 44 labor laws. That only last year, uh, in November last year, had been codified into four labor laws. So I think so that is a uh, step forward. So what what I personally feel is with respect to this that you know we are increasing the ease of doing business with respect to our industries. Uh, this scheme is a great uh, initiative, but uh, the uh, policies somewhere apart from you know uh, as you have rightly mentioned that uh, we are accelerating on one hand and you know we are just uh, stopping it on the other hand uh, with regard to other policies that are acting as hindrances. So we also need to focus on uh, those. you know, just uh, boost this, right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another thing, uh, another uh, very important point is the labor uh, apart from this uh, cost capital is the uh, raw inputs for these industries, you know, basically, if you do something for the industries, you know, uh, per se, if you want the industry to boom, you also have to take into account the uh, raw material that is, you know, fed into those industries. So there is a high, uh, you can say tax uh, impedance on few of those industries, uh, compared to, it is not equitably distributed, and those inputs are taxed very high, uh, say at a rate of 10 to 12 percent, whereas in other countries uh, it is only two to three percent. So this <clears throat> is one uh, another thing uh, that needs to be pointed out. And as you rightly mentioned, uh, that you know we need to uh, pick up that uh, uh, foot from that brake and uh, you know let everything accelerate so that more many pool jobs can be created. Apart from that, one one last point is, and this is a very mm-hmm. uh, good thing even to quote. So uh, in these thirteen sectors, uh, the sector of food processing industries is not included. So that that is one thing because thirty percent of our food is wasted, and only six to seven percent is converted into meaningful products out of the agriculture raw products. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, there there is this very beautiful saying that what uh, IT has done to urban India, the food processing industry can do to rural India. Right. Hmm. So, uh, I think so. this should also be included and focus should also be uh, put on this thing. Right. Uh, so, these are my points. Uh, would you like to add
0: something? Yes. there is this beautiful thing, despite all its flaws, but Donald Donald Trump's administration, one thing was good. He said that if there is any business link legislation in Congress, then I will pass it the exchange, there are two legislation. So, one legislation passed, so to are two So, this is like a beautiful way to deregulate the space, and India is highly regulated space. Pe, uh, there is not enough space for innovation and uh, new methods. So, uh, a policy like that needs political will. And uh, ease of doing business? is an excellent point. India's ease of doing business ranking is not even in the top 50, and we're talking of uh, growing at 10%. There is no big economy in the world that grows at 10% and definitely not the one in top 50 in the ease of business. Mein. And uh, dwarfism is like a huge huge bottleneck because uh, basically the businesses already operate have the best chance to grow. And dwarfism is promoting that they are small and they are bigger. Because if they are bigger, they have to pay taxes, they have to comply with laws, they have to pay more money, they have to pay more health benefits. So all of these things are actually stopping uh the growth and uh on paper GDP numbers but uh, on on the ground uh, these laws really make a difference and uh, while the accelerator provided by this uh, production linked incentives is useful is beneficial it's a definitely question but at the same time jitna already existing laws uh, uh something needs to be done about that on priority. Right. Yeah so, uh, and next topic I'd like to take up. Uh, so, uh, th- this is, uh, actually, uh, th- this debate keeps coming up. And in fact, SC has also been a bench, hai, 5 people, uh, to, to, to uh, adjudicate a case in Maharashtra. But uh, this one case, I'm uh, talking about Haryana, uh, uh, both of our birthplace. So, uh, basically, Haryana Haryana's state government has said that the 50,000 monthly salary will be to earn salary. 75%, Haryana ke Aur agar koi karni hai aise ki, jo 50,000 kam to prove Haryana mein log exist So th- 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 this is what I am talking, talking the... about when, when I am talking about breaks on, the, kya hai, breaks on growth. And, and this affects Kurgaon, uh, which is a huge IT hub in India. And uh, it's, it's like one of the three centers of growth uh Joe india may currently operate so uh, I, I don't know uh, why what is the wisdom behind this uh ek uh, to sons of soil ideology hai jo right ideology completely ki hamare bachcho hamare jo khud ke hai, chahi, so this is abject uh, populism. और ये सिर्फ वोट पाने के लिए किया जा रहा है और दिस इज लाइक वन ऑफ द फ्लॉज़ ऑफ डेमोक्रेसी ऑल्दो लेट्स नॉट गो देयर लेट्स नॉट टॉक अबाउट डेमोक्रेसी राइट नाउ बट ये पॉपुलिज्म की वजह से समझो सोशियोलली आइडियोलॉजी आ रही है और ऑपरेशनली ये मतलब हर एक कंपनी के लिए अप्लाई करेगा जिसके पास 10 हैं 10 they will give penalties, so business then, uh, uh, the the that business is not going to Then, in a single disruption in a Gurgaon bank office can trigger that company will move from India to its mm-hmm. office and mm-hmm. reach mm-hmm. So, meaning, multinational companies Burgaon, we have created this beautiful ecosystem there, where employees are available and international opportunities are available, then why disrupt that? and then uh, finally ki kya kehte hain uh, prime minister ka message hai bharat shreshth bharat ya fir, uh, one nation one market uh, uske completely against hai to haryana mein bjp government hai sabin keh state government alag party ki to, this is like internal dynamics are not matching and then uh, finally ye uh, baaki states ko bhi promote karega ki wo ek work visa wali regime So, aaye to matlab, state ke andar one visa apply karna padega to this is going backwards so uh, again uh, this comes back to economic reforms is of doing business So, wo uh, sare points jisme bhi valid and 75% reservation this is like crazy
1: aaj kya kvar me tarah hai so uh ye aise ha bhai prasun kaha gaya naukri so the thing is ha pehli baat to 50000 ke se kam hai thing is not this ye uh, same law andhra pradesh ne pass kiya 2 years pehle Right. Uh, there have been talks uh, by the MP government to pass a law to provide 70% of residents to state residents. Uh, the same is being discussed by the Bihar legislature. Right. So, mm-hmm. these uh, issues, hain, ye sare issues, the first thing is, uh, I, I would just, a Bangalore, mein, koi So I would just uh, like to point this out that, you know, they, uh, first I would like to point out constitutionally. Because uh, when the law came, that day I was watching television, so my first reaction was, ki, uh, will it be able to pass the test of constitutionality? Right. So it violates yeah. two articles. That is Article 19. Uh, first thing is Article Nineteen One I guess. So it is POT, really? uh, Profession, Occupation, Trade and Business. So freedom of pro- profession, occupation, trade and business. So uh, it violates that. You know, a company really? is not uh, presently free, uh, after this law, it is not free to uh, accept uh, the employees. Second thing is it also violates Article 16.2 because nowhere in the Constitution uh, is it mentioned that, you know, a state can have a reservation based on the uh, domicile you know, it is against uh, the place of domicile regarding the uh, public employment uh, or the private employment for sake, but this is a public loss of public employment. Uh, It is uh, the constitution is clearly, uh, you know, uh, clear about this that uh, equal opportunities have to be provided, you know, no discrimination can be made on this ground. Uh, It is explicitly (coughs) mentioned in article 16 right place of residence and stuff like that. Uh, So uh, I think so it will not I think personally I think so it will not be able to pass the test of constitutionality. despite that just let's uh, consider the uh, effects that it will have. First thing that you have rightly mentioned out, you know, uh, uh, in a state like Haryana where there are centers such as Gurgaon, uh, a disruption, any disruption in the office will uh, cause the multinational and you you can uh, only say that the global outrage, you know, uh, 75% of employees below below uh, 50,000, 70% of employees, you know, uh, I would just not like to uh, you know, push down my state, but you know, a state with the highest unemployment rate of around 40%, uh, you know, followed by Tripura. Uh, if you think the uh, tenant pool in, in the state is uh, so high, so the unemployment rate would not have been so high. So that is one thing, right? Uh, forcing companies to hire 75% of employees and apart from that, you know, uh, there is a clause. Uh, you know, that uh, first thing is that you have to prove that uh, they are not capable enough. The second thing is, uh, if they're not capable enough, you have to train certain amount of persons in your company. So uh, that that is some uh, flaw that uh, they are basically imposing people on you. So either companies Mm -hmm. have to uh, raise their salaries, you know, above 50,000 for uh, employees, which which cannot be done for, you know, uh, generic employees. Uh, And the uh, second thing is that uh, if it is not done, then companies will uh, definitely pick up their offices from uh, this state and move on to other states, you know, that are providing better uh, initiatives. So uh, th- this is one thing, right. And hmm. uh, apart from that, oh. uh, I-, I don't think so this will anyways uh, pass uh, because Andhra Pradesh law was struck down by the Supreme Court. So let's see what happens to this uh, law. of. Uh,
0: in uh, this okay. uh, okay. context, in nineteen ninety-two a Supreme Court ki judgment in 1992. In this context, they basically said that there is no reservation 50% Now you can put ST, ST, OBC, not is a different case. That is the Indra Sani case. That is related to the OBC
1: Sani. category. So uh, that, that, is a, that is a different uh, context. I'll, I'll also discuss that from <laughs> that as we mentioned. So what was the Supreme Court at <laughs> that time? The Supreme Court had said, when the Mandel Commission had our report, the Mandel Commission said that in India, mein 52% people obcs obese. Right. But, because if you see, 27% of the people are SCSTs, that means uh, converting to their population, 8.6% or 16.2% or something like that. So they are SCSTs, so you have uh, uh, maximum 52% of people 27% reservation them, so the reservation is 49.5% basically, it was 27.5% and 27% so I think so, I mean, something like that something 22% is 23% or something so it was 50% is 50% the Supreme Court in the case 50% then majority minority that is exactly. basically what math says. Uh, although this is a flaw because the Supreme Court uh, reservation uh, cannot be equated to normal because uh, uh, sup, uh, reservation is an affirmative action. Aya, uh, Toh, hai, limit, first thing. Second thing is EWS quota, 10% limit raise. So 60% breach, is a Second thing is in Maharashtra, Marathas uh jobs quota So this is also breaching that 50% limit. You know, apart above and existing the 50% limit, one 12 barra or percent extra And or 9th 9th schedule, 7th schedule, 9th schedule. May, uh, Tamil Nadu me a lot. So if you'll go and uh, go and look the percentage history of Tamil Nadu's reservation. So it is close to 70%. Mm-hmm. So exactly. uh, Supreme Court uh, you know has reiterated now after uh, say uh, approximately 30 years uh we re, we want to relook at this limit that we had already imposed and whether the states that are you know crossing these limits are right to do so uh, in their you know absolute right so this is a uh, separate topic that will be taken up uh, you know by a constitution <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
0: general si reservation and
1: is hai, that is a step in that direction Madab, if you think uh, logically uh,
0: <laughs>
1: and uh okay. It's okay. It's a different discussion. Because in that, uh, that category is only reserved for gender, you know, ma- that, haan, haan. that was also haan, a a protest last year that had happened. But despite that, ma- hmm. 99% of iis- of the general category, but they iis- don't I don't know why. EWS will cutoff up to the ma- and everyone would हाँ. want to use that but like in wo awareness heath, So yeah, issues hai, dono. Uh, haryana wala issue hai, indra Sani jo judgment hai.
0: this is i think if sc is going to strike this down to indra Sani judgment use to strike down darega, 75% <laughs> that, that is a different thing uh, 16
1: uh, exactly, caste based haan, wo caste, wo caste based hai, and this is what state is trying to uh, insert regardless of caste Care, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, these are two separate concepts. because we have just हैं law, and we have a law Once it is notified in भी gazette, we will notify the Supreme Court. we have नोटिफाइड इन
0: गजेट a a hum mein ye rahe ki affirmative action jo cheez hai ye matlab aisa ho gaya ki puri cheez ko acha naam de do to wo achhi ho jati hai matlab reservation ke against wali debate but again this mm-hmm. is a market restriction when you, when mm-hmm. you talk about to labor labor bhi to market hai ab market नदर, if you are placing this restriction then this is a break on the economy so you, you can only mm-hmm. do one thing mm-hmm.
1: See affirmative action. See reservation is something different. Uh, reservation. If you are talking about caste-based reservation, uh, I'm a you know ardent supporter of that. I can justify that on any time. First mm-hmm. thing. second thing is, Jo reservation this is not based on your technical qualifications or the historical uh, things that you have faced. This is just based on where you are born. You know, despite that uh, you are born in a state. Uh, you know that has well-performing GDP. You know, Haryana is. a... Uh, top performer in terms of gdp basically uh, the 15th finance commission took haryana as the reference the highest uh, state for performance exactly. apart from goa industrialization so, is industrialization you have a good agriculture system just because a government is unable to provide uh, employment to say 40% of the youths does not mean that you you know you have to force those uh, employment to those companies so that is a different context and i think so uh, once this debate is sorted which it will be uh, within a month so we'll have a better discussion on that so uh, i would i would just like uh, to leave to that point
0: uh-huh. Yes. Hmm. Or uh uh Khabia is invited. why is Khabia not joining? But in, in any case, uh, the question is ki, uh, ye, uh, I, I don't want to start ki reservation wali debate. I don't want to start it right now. But but the point is ki DPS when you restrict the market, then bad things happen. So uh kage exactly. De- labor labor wali cheese, uh, it, it should be a fair market. If it is a fair market so those who need reservation, hai, they will competition and it will become more merit based and uh, they will not have to depend on the reservation and in fact I think reservation is in fact holding them back uh, because uh, a reservation was started as a 10 year thing. Matlab, independence will said that will review this in 1960 but it has never gotten reviewed that is again due to populism and democracy but again yeah. Uh, it's something which is holding the people back or uh, kya affirmative action is a good name to a bad thing. And uh, this is again a restriction on market. So these are my points which are against the reservation system. Right. Just, but just uh, correct, I don't just, want to start it.
1: correcting your system, uh, it has been reviewed uh-huh. every 10 years, you know. And uh, it yeah. has been updated uh, uh, just uh, the latest amendment act, that is 104th amendment act, in which Anglo-Indians so were... nobody wants debiled. to conduct...
0: Uh, nobody wants to do a political suicide by uh, ending reservation because that would basically yeah, I mean, end that, their career. that
1: that, that, that yeah. is that is one thing despite that uh, this thing that we are talking about in haryana is uh, some different sort of reservation it has nothing to do with your historical background it has exactly. to do with something you know restricting labor uh, restricting unproductive labor of one state and you know forcing it to be uh, included in the markets will definitely downgrade the market and if this system is started by all these states uh, say uh, andhra pradesh was started say karnataka is also discussing that I huh, so karnataka mm-hmm. is also discussing that so if it is started uh, the unity of india will hinder basically that is uh, what uh, it will you know uh, you can't you have to employ 75% and it will promote regionalism and basically that is what uh, divides uh, india so i would just like to end it on this note. right Sure
0: and i think we have time for one more topic so why don't you so take it i on?
1: have a topic uh, if you have you have someone
0: no 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 uh, i am done
1: uh, right i have a topic this is education sector reforms so what is the concept? Okay. i'll just tell you uh, it's just uh, that a new education policy had been uh, has been launched and it has been formalized so it is applicable presently you know and uh, it aims from primary to the university level uh, all the levels are included in this uh Uh, education sector, uh, this new education policies. So I would just like to point out that what are the recent steps that have been taken, what are the steps that needs to be taken uh, to promote education, and uh, how NEP, which has already been taken, you know, uh, is a step forward. You know, I won't be going much into details. I'll just be pointing out several details of the NEPs, just a few details, right? So the first thing is, uh, let's start from primary to university level. So primary level, the NEP has a system of 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4. Right. So it starts from the age of five, uh, age of three, you know, uh, pre-nursery levels. So it uh, invokes, you know, vocational uh, education, uh, giving them, uh, you know, training uh, for speaking skills and, you know, basic mathematics uh, while they are in the pre-nursery stage and, you know, just matching the colors just to, you know, develop their brain as it is rightly said that, you know, uh, your uh, human brain develops, uh, 95% of human brain develops within six years of birth. So that is one thing, right. Uh, this is first thing. Second thing is, uh, education uh, is the only way forward for a country like India because the number of youths that presently we have and we'll be having for the next 20 years uh, is uh, very high. Uh, we are, a, you know, we'll be aging after 2060. So presently we are a, a young young population, we have an average mean age of 27 years and uh, education will lead to skill development and and. Uh, NEP has uh, there is something wrong, but anyways, any uh, has uh, started this. You know, NEP has a provision of vocational training and to achieve 95% uh, of vocational training by 2035. Vocational training for the ones that are you know school dropouts, so that they can be employed in uh, work such as you know basic work such as you you can say a plumber or stuff like that. So this is one thing. Second thing is uh, you know NEP has a, a, a provision for training of teachers specifically uh, to the demands of students and uh, the changes. Uh, uh let's say about coding and stuff like that so teachers are required to change and adapt accordingly coding is uh, again new thing that is being you know promoted in new education policy the most important point that a new education policy brings about is you know the mother tongue you know a, ch- a child has to be given uh, education till age uh, till fifth class in his mother tongue preferably till eighth class right so this promotes uh, the unity of india you know every uh, indian will have his own language and culture and it promotes a sense of uh, you can say unity and uh, 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 love towards his uh, basically region. So that is another thing. Uh, apart from that, uh, education uh, by the 42nd Amendment Act was moved to the concrete list from the state list. So uh, the NEP is a central law. The state also have to make sure that the state implemented. Right. So this is another thing. Uh, apart from that I have several points. These are again schemes that I would just point out or I would just send the notes that are regardless. So I would just like to, uh, I would like you to uh, say some points on what you feel is that uh, how this NDP will help and uh, what more reforms can be taken.
0: Huh. So, uh, we have very less time, we have like 5 minutes, so I'll I'll, I'll be very telegraphic with my thoughts. Uh, so, uh, the, 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 the focus on code is, is excellent. Uh, coding is going to be the new mathematics. So, um, we, we need to focus more on coding. It, it's going to create the jobs that we need. And uh, India is already strong in the IT sector, so that is a positive step, uh, full marks there. Second thing, uh, the focus on regional languages is also uh, very, very good. Because if you look at all these European countries, so uh, European countries are very protectionist about their language, but look, the Germans never want to learn English and the uh, uh, French are always very protective about their language. Uh, in fact, uh, even Korea, maybe uh, people don't learn English until they're 18 years age. So India yeah, gets in Russian, English, is so a trend to look up to English, because India was ruled by the British and English was this language that you can get employed with the government. So iske, there is this trend that we look up to the West and we look up to English and at in the In that time, we have allowed our recent languages to deteriorate. So uh, this, this step to actually uh, you know, make it into policy that regional languages promote regional so, this is again a uh, huge positive. And then uh, coming uh, back to the uh, national education policy, which we vision, I want critique uh, this uh, broad Indians are very happy to spend on education. Jis bhi ke means. Hai. The, the first thing that parents want to do is to educate their So the means that they don't regulation. But those who are vulnerable and who have access to education, they need to take it under the state. So the poor and vulnerable section should to develop schools in these remote areas, access to education improves. Uh, at the same time, these high-level policy decisions are, which are trying to guide a uh, country's uh, education towards a certain uh, are they, target, in which it should light touch, because uh, I mean, there is this thing that, because uh, of vision and ideology, the uh, government wants to target them towards the direction of like Ayurveda, learn, or we will go to the Cowscience, or... Uh, हमारी जो regional या indigenous चीजें unko promote but at the same time it needs to be market driven and skill driven उसी से unemployment कम होगी क्योंकि actually it is a market which will decide who will employ करना who will not employ the broad vision, that the policy is needed by people who are vulnerable, who don't have access to education, who don't have the awareness that education. state intervention, Right, the uh, state
1: has to put special efforts on the vulnerable, that is rightly mentioned, as uh, education in today's India is, you know, uh, 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 is not an affordable commodity for everyone, you know, uh, it is a rich commodity and everyone wants their children to get the best education. I just tried, like to add two points, first thing is, the new education policy uh, adds this point of uh, choosing your subjects specifically in the class 12. So you can have a physics along with, uh, you say, humanity, such as history. So that is a step forward, uh, as you have uh, mentioned that, you know, diversification is needed. This can be done, but without sources for the poor people, that is uh, a thing that needs to be taken up. Uh, so state needs to intervene, you know, since it is a concrete subject and uh, education had already suffered much during the British era times, just because it was shifted to the uh, state subject and, you know, uh, it was outlooked by the center. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. this was done, you know, uh, it was uh, recorrected after 1919 and uh, meanwhile, the literacy rate was lowest in India during that time. The second thing I would like to point out in this is regard regarding the women legislature, you know, so I think so for the girls, the, uh, girls students especially. Uh, the free education should be extended up to class 12, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of uh, this class eighth and uh, fourteen years of age, six to fourteen years of age. Uh, so I'm I'm you know very supportive, especially for the girls uh, because you know they are the ones that uh, face the uh, you know uh, burden of dropout uh, once the resources are exhausted. You know uh, there is a tendency for uh, people, uh, despite you know their result being better than the male child, uh, they they face the brunt so i think so for the girl child uh, it should be extended uh, up to class 12 at least for the girl child uh, and uh, if the state has resources it should be then universally uh, you know taken up so these are the two specific points uh, apart from that i have some uh, schemes that can you know uh, that are not necessary for the general audience you know we have this equip the gian uh, you know gian uh, in iit we used to see where these professors used to come and you know uh, a week of summit Imprint and uh, lots and lots of Right. Also, I forget uh, forgot to mention one point. I just would like to mention that point. While we were discussing women legislature, uh, Odisha had passed a bill uh, reserving thirty three percent seats for legislature uh, for women. But that cannot be done uh, since it is uh, it has to be done by the parliament. You know, since it is a constitutional <laughs> provision. So uh, yeah. And the bill is still pending. The 108th constitutional bill is still pending in the parliament. Just I would like to point that out So I think so. Uh, that that's that's it for today from my side. And uh, yeah. Uh, We have utilized
0: our full budget of 60 minutes also, and uh, any time this is going to get over. So uh, with that episode 14 in the books, thank you for tuning in uh, for all the people who tuned in live and the people who are going to watch it later. Uh, So and thank you Panda, for your thoughts and- uh, Right. And
1: anyone wants to join, please uh, send a message to uh, this channel and uh, you know, you don't need to have any uh, specific topic, any general topic that you feed uh, is, you know, welcome for discussion. So that is the vision. Uh
0: Definitely. Well, we would love to have uh, some people come on and uh, bring their thoughts uh, as well to the debate. And with that, uh, let's close uh, the episode for today. Take care, bro. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.